All right, on this very special New Year's edition of Top 5, we got a good one. We're listing our favorite Honeymooners episodes. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Art Kearney. Oh, God. <laughs> no, was, was, <laughs> is that, is was that, that Ralph or Fat Albert? Oh, good. This is going to be a long episode. Oh. Ernie is not familiar with this topic. We're going to have to teach him along the way. <sighs> of course, we got some reoccurring guests here. We got, backed by popular demand, Amazon number one bestseller. He's got his t-shirts. He's got pillows. He's got everything. We're talking about Doc Monster. <laughs> Yoey. Steve Ernie, you've come back. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, hiding away in flooded Rockaway. We got Steve the Greek. What's up, Steve? What's up, my friend? Good to see you. It's been ages. What's happening? Uh, nada. We are all good. Um, the flooding spared us. Um, yeah, the uh, the gods of the the storm have smiled upon us, and we were uh, we are good. Knock on wood. So, um, so your, house, uh, your house got no flooding at all. No, no, no water. Nothing. No flooding. I mean, they, it backed up on the on the corners by the sewers, and uh, it was like in the streets. It was you know, it was pretty pretty uh grimy, but um. Yeah, as far as the house goes, no, no damage, and uh, I think for the most part, most people were uh, were okay. So, Babbles was uh, he lives closer to the beach on yes. Mount Olympia, and yes. he got nothing. He said, "Yes, well, like we were talking about before, he personally had he personally had gave uh, Neptune Ranger tickets to spare him any kind of flooding." So, oh, yeah, right. yeah, divine intervention. We love you, Joey. <laughs> May he never see this because I'm working right now. Oh. Wait, is there any way to share that picture of you with the cutout face at his house? Wait, which one? The one where he he has Joe. He's got wait. Joe's face on his body. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, let me see I was going to say, you got to be more specific. We have, we have... Oh, wait, no, this. Are we talking are about the time ones. we cut Babel's, we put Babel's mom's picture in the men's along, health magazine? Along those lines. Yeah, it's not not as good as that, but I mean these these pictures were pretty funny. Wait, hold on. Bad um, around the house in front of his, I was running around the house in front of his whole family. How bad? I was wearing Joey's shirt and a picture I cut out, put it over my face. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's the opposite. You had a picture of Babbles on in on your face wearing his clothes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It is. I, you know, if if I dig it up, I'll. Uh... Babs, how mad, uh, Doc? How mad was Babbles when we stayed over that time? 
and we cut out all his mom's faces out of all his photos and put them in his men, men's health magazines with all the buff on the well, book. Well, not it wasn't only his moms. We did everyone in the in the, yeah. in the, in the book. No one was no one was spared. But his, mom, but his mom's face was on the the front of men's health <laughs> posing. Oh, I got it. In a buff body, and uh, then we rearranged his. Uh, <laughs> wait, I, wait what's up here i love that you could the, the actual that was real oh it's that's a my hat, hat. <laughs> i've never seen that picture before it just happened it's past summer and him taking a nap <laughs> the crab the crab how did you get it did you print out a picture of his face that big how did like, yeah, what did you do? How did you get that? I don't even remember. I don't remember. <laughs> oh. He probably had it on his wall. <laughs> Next time we're there, we gotta all do that and just walk around like battles. <laughs> oh. Like oh, the, uh, the old the old European parties with the stick on the face. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> the Victorian dynasty or whatever the fuck it was. Or wait, well, wait, wait back before Victoria. I, I don't I'm still drawing a blank on how you got the picture of him. I don't, I don't remember. We, it wasn't I, that. So it had to be one of probably 100 pictures of his face. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a normal-sized picture. That's this big. I don't even, I, I don't even remember, remember how, how big his ego is. You know how yeah, big his ego is? <laughs> I'm surprised he, he doesn't have you, like a, an, an oil painting of himself above the fireplace, like riding a white horse it's yeah battle. no yeah mike got it mike got it for him as a, as a present um like george costanza uh, what? Joey Bubbles. wait Bubbles. ernie what does he have i think i'm like george costanza's picture what, the pose yeah <laughs> i'm speculating here i don't know poor, poor babs you know we can never have him on because he will take up got, so much you got, time you got to get him on you got to get him on. How much time? How much time will he spend talking? <laughs> you know what the editing is going to be like for that episode. <laughs> uh, it's, it's that that would be pretty tough, I guess. It'd be pretty brutal. He had a descendant of Michelangelo paint his own image over his bed on the on his on his bedroom <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> What'd you guys do for Christmas? Anything good? Uh, spent it with the in-laws. Um, I went to Jersey. I, I was, I wasn't uh, far from you. My brother-in-law lives, brother-in-law lives in, uh, Sh- uh Strud- Stroudsburg, Stroudsburg, Stroudsbury or whatever. Yeah. The wait, Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like 10 minutes from me. Yeah. And, uh, we were there Christmas day and then, uh, Christmas Eve, we were, uh, I, with, um, where Clemente's actually, uh, her, her brother-in-law has all the family over. It was, it was good. It was a good time. How about nice. you guys? Doc, what'd you do? Your, of course, your birthday is is the Antichrist's birthday. It's on Christmas Eve, right? What are the odds of that? <laughs> uh, it was nice, uh, besides the cold weather in Pennsylvania and stuff. And uh, I came down with a cold. Everyone I know is is, is sick. Yeah. Uh, no COVID. No COVID, but everyone's got a cold. I've had it twice. I'm on antibiotics twice this month. Now I have thrush. The fuck is that? That's, that's a... It's a song. Your immune, your immune system breaks down, and antibiotics gives you like a fungus on your tongue, so you get a white tongue. Oh wow! Oh, stop! 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 This sounds completely made up. <laughs> this sounds like, honey, I got to go to the doctor again. Him go. That's from drinking. What the hell is that from antibiotics? <laughs> is, that's from a white Russian, <laughs> right? <laughs> Too many white Russians. And not only that, 
I'm shitting black oh, from the antibiotics. I got a white Tiny. tongue and I'm shitting black. But a great holiday. And what is this thing called? Thrush. Thrush. Uh, Ernie, that's a ZZ Top song? I think it's a bird. Yeah. <laughs> or the I, I told my wife I had plush. She said, what song from STP? Plush? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I want a medical, one of our fans out there, we know we have fans all around the world, a medical expert. I want you to write us and tell us what this. I didn't even know what is. it was. I didn't is even it? know what it was. I brushed my tongue so hard that I almost gag myself and throw up. Oh, gosh. Twice a day. This is some podcast you're running, Joey. This must no be a, a medical expert. Look, look at the what? show. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say, Ernie? Hold on. Let me tell you. To... Oh, yeah. That's, there's something wrong with that. Can you imagine, like, doctors? Oh, yeah, we got we got to stop the surgery. God is getting funny in his old age, I'll tell you that. He's getting hysterical. This has to be, this this whatever this disease is, definitely originated in Pennsylvania. It's a disease. It started in Pennsylvania. And it's, it's a redneck disease. It's a yeast 100%. infection. It's a yeast infection. <laughs> oh, good God. Bernie, what about you? What did you do for Christmas? Uh, I got stuck hanging out with my family. Oh. Uh, what's that? Ernie's post every year, and I giggle at it every year. He writes, "I can't wait to see what what my kid, what my wife got my kids for Christmas." Right? I I can't, I can't see what I got. I can't wait to find out what I got my kids. Right, that's what it is. Right, <laughs> I can't wait to see what I got my kids for Christmas. You're very disgusting. involved. You're disgusting, Ernie. <laughs> All right, so we were brainstorming for New Year's episodes. Uh, and I don't know how I didn't think of this one thing saying because it's my favorite show of all time. But the doctor came up with, again, one of the best marathons of all time on New Year's Honeymooners episodes. Now, this is has always been and will always be my favorite show of all time. It's not even close. I love All in the Family. I love I love Seinfeld. I love a lot of these other shows. Nothing to me comes close to the Honeymooners because it's so everything about the characters the way it's filmed, the simplicity of it, the storylines, how I know a lot of it was improvised. It's so perfectly done. Ralph and Ed's chemistry, you know, obviously Jackie Gleason and Art Carney, no Art Ernie. Uh, their chemistry is so perfect. I don't, I don't foresee it ever being topped. Are you guys big fans of The Honeymooners? Big fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Growing up, that was one of my favorite shows. I could still watch it to this day, even though it's like, you know, even though it's black and white and it's old, whatever. It it just the um the magic of it, it just reminds me of, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, and everything was simpler and and um I don't know, the, the chemistry, the characters, everything. And like you said, the simplicity of it. It uh you don't get that anymore, you know. But a big thing too, what you said, even though it's old and it's in black and white, to me, it never felt old. Like, even as a kid, obviously, you know, we grew up 70s and 80s. Black and white TV, of course, we thought of as old and movie, black and white movies, we thought of as old. For some reason, The Honeymooners, the way it was shot, the humor, you know, it, it's very clean, The way, you know, the video and the audio. It did, never felt like it was an old show to me. Like, Abbott and, Abbott and Costello always felt a little old to me. Some right. of these other shows always felt a little older to me. Honeymooners never did. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, some of the older yeah, there's something about there's a magic about it that you really uh, you can't really define. There's something about the show that makes it feel that just made it resonate um, 
I mean, I love the, I, I love Abbott and Costello. I love all those shows, you know. Um, but yeah, there's something something about the honeymooners that just makes it stand out that it yeah. feels, you know, the the, the writing is is superb. I mean, it it's the le the less characters you have in any kind of play or anything, the writing's got to be completely excellent. Like, have you watched the movie Castaway? You know what I mean? It's like just the writing. Yeah about the visuals and everything else like that to carry on with one character and anything on Broadway, whatever it may be. Four characters, maybe never all four, rarely on the scene at the same time. Two characters normally carrying on. It's amazing. It's just uh, the dialogue and the, improv the improvisation, uh, improvisation. Um, being from Brooklyn, of oh, course. Yeah. We're all from Brooklyn. I mean, the Garden coolest city in the world, world. right? Was that that, right. that thing and, uh, in New York? Garden I mean, spot of the world. me and Steve drove across the country, man. When we, when we got to Denver, we were in an elevator with a bunch of people. And they said, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it means something. It, it's amazing. And uh, something to be proud of. Hang your hat on. Yeah. What about you, Ern? I know I know you you weren't as familiar, I think, as the sh of, of the show as we were. But what, what do you think? I, I watched the show religiously. And when I say religiously, I mean just like I never go to church. <laughs> but you you've seen this show before. You know the honeymooners, am I right? Uh I watched the Flintstones. Does that count? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's so I've seen the show then. You can you can recite your favorite Flintstone episodes if that's if that'll, <laughs> if, that'll if that'll work for you. That's okay. It and it really is this it's it's based on the same thing, right? The Flintstones, yeah. if, if people don't know. We're based on the honeymoons. I mean, if you don't yeah. know that, I mean, something's wrong with it. Yeah, it was, uh, I did some research on that. The uh, 1960, the Flintstones. Annabelle Barrett stated that the honeymoons were an inspiration for the show. Um, they also used the same writers, some of the same writers from the honeymoons. Get out. The Flintstones. And, oh, I didn't uh, know that. And, and, and Jackie Gleason, he was actually going to sue them. And I often wonder why that didn't happen. You know, I didn't know how that went about. But uh, according to Jackie Gleason, uh, he didn't want to sue because uh, he didn't want to be known as the guy that yanked Fred Flintstone from the air. <laughs> oh, I wonder if he so like him, but I wonder if he really would have had a like to stand on anyway. I mean, just because it's similar characters, there's no name branding. Maybe the there's... same writers would have linked it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. There's no name branding. It's you're talking about a, two two sets of families, a, two husbands and wives that live near each other. One, I mean set in a different time period it's totally different it's just based around what we know of the honeymoons it was very different they're not right. set in the same time period no well very close <laughs> i know it's black and white to show ernie but it wasn't prehistoric times 1950s 50 bc what's the yeah, difference same thing a couple of millennium <laughs> all right before we start diving into these classic episodes and i'm gonna assume we're gonna have a lot of duplicates this because there's really only the classic 39 episodes that we're choosing from today. I don't think anyone's going to go into the lost episodes and, you know, stuff from the Jackie Gleason show. And, I, and I'll give a little history about the honeymooners before we start. But before we officially get in, you know what we got to do. We got to find out and we got to play the infamous, the world renowned. Doctor, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? You gotta have a special one tonight for New Year's. Come on, thrush. No, no. <laughs> I had the medicine for thrush. Yeah, this one. The um, it's. I was actually Joey. I swear, I was gonna buy a bottle bottle of honey. No, you for the honeymooners. Oh, it. 
Look what I just poured my last sip of. Ah, uh, nice. You brought your last sip of? I, I poured my last sip. I had oh. my last one. American honey. I was going to do it, but uh, I haven't drank that stuff since I cut myself and maple syrup came out of my veins. So I kind of yes. lay off the shit now. No, it's better than ever. <laughs> so I'm doing the Blue Faithful Apple Crown. Oh, boy. And with thrush, yeah. you got to, you know. Medicine. Oh. <laughs> And he wonders why his tongue is white. <laughs> I don't, Doc, I don't understand. What's wrong with my tongue? Well, it's it's cold. Your liver is completely gone and it has moved. It, the, the cirrhosis has moved to your tongue. I don't understand. I can't look down. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I can't what about you, Greek? You drinking anything? Greek, what are you drinking? Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry, buddy. I was too busy laughing. Um, nah, man, I'm Diet Coke. That's it. Oh, what the? <laughs> Even Ern is drinking. I already saw it, Ernie. Let me see. The cherry wheat. Nice. Oh, it's only a matter of time since you're shitting black. Since you're going to be shitting black. Yep. My Doc, I haven't had the honey in a long time. I bought this bottle about four days ago. It's gone. It's better than I remember it. Yeah, and, and uh, let me give you the hint. First glass I poured, I poured it on ice, and I went, "Oh, I don't like this." Something was it was like it had like a weird taste to it. it was like, and that's the wild and turkey, right? Wild, that's turkey. The wild turkey, yes, yeah, yep. better than the JD, way better. Yep, and I didn't love it. I said, "Shit, I don't love it as much as I remember it." Next day, I, I went back to it and I poured a little, just neat. That's the only way to drink it. You got to drink it neat. With the ice, the ice cuts the sweet, and it makes it like this. It has this weird, almost bitter flavor with the ice. Nice mm. and neat. So we should be expecting a sugar coma soon. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's not as bad as you think. I know it's it tastes super sweet, but it's still 70, it's still 70 proof. We're not talking, you know, drinking amaretto here, 35 proof. We're talking about this is 70 proof. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's still, the, the apple's 70 proof, too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not as sweet as people think it is. It does taste sweet, but it's not as strong and and, and uh, high in sugar as you as you would think. Do you drink your other stuff neat? Like the, the uh, whiskey, scotch, or you put water? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, more and more lately, I've been drinking stuff neat. Mm -hmm. I was always on the rocks guy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's not about the – sometimes the, I like the rocks – watering it down a, a smidge but what happens is the rocks actually changes the flavor of whiskey when you put any kind of whiskey on rocks it now, changes when you're saying rocks when you're saying rocks you're talking about the stones no ice any kind of ice no because what you, you might want to get is the stones that you put in the refrigerator yeah I've seen and those drop the stone in so it doesn't water down the whiskey. It doesn't give it a strange flavor. No, it, we it, had that it, conversation at Joe's at Joey's house um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Remember? Uh, oh, right. The, water, right, 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 right. the water opens up the flavor of the uh, of the whiskey. Yeah, Brian, no, but it, but again, it's almost it's almost the opposite for some whiskeys. What it, it it opens up, but it, it creates a different flavor. It's okay. almost it's almost not as a pure flavor, not because of the water. Because of the temperature. Do you like uh, old fashions? Old fashioned? Uh, 
not really. I just started. I just bought a a Manhattan mix that I tried for the very first time. I kind of like that. I've never had a Manhattan before. I always hear about Manhattans. It's basically what is it? Bourbon, vermouth, and uh, no idea. Bitters, I think. But it's good. It, it really just tastes like bourbon. You don't with like little, with a little cut. So you don't like the old fashioned, or you never have one? No, I I I I don't mind an old fashioned an old fashioned, but I I'd rather just straight whiskey. Yeah, I get my moods. If I get in the sweet, but I don't reach for the honey anymore. I'll get an old fashioned if I get a sweet too. Yeah, and but again, even like the old fashioned, I can have one <clears throat> whiskey yeah. scotch. I can I can drink scotch all night long. Right. Unlike Ernie with the cherry wheats. Those cherry wheats get, they're delicious, but those things are heavy after a while. You drink three of those, you feel like you gained 45 pounds. I think IPAs. I love IPAs, but like after four glasses, forget it. I thought he was going to say, yeah, after one glass, you're like, you know, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) After four four glasses of anything. When you you pour four of them, you know, within 20 minutes, it's like you get watching a football game. I mean, four beers watching a football game. I mean, what the hell is that? (laughs) It's got a point, actually. That's why I've been speaking to the Diet Cokes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I prefer light. I, I like one heavy beer. I'll have one IPA, one cherry wheat. But I can't drink a lot of those. I get so bloated. I start burping all the time. I can't drink it. That's why we started going to the, the scotch in the first place. We, we told the story before. We were in yep. Montreal. We wanted to drink something that, one, wouldn't bloat us. But we didn't want to drink a shot that we loved, like Zambuco. We were drinking all the time. We used to love it so much. We used to be destroyed in 25 minutes. We said, you know, we want to do a shot that, you know, people, like, you make a face. We always used to see people do a shot and you make a face. We would never make a face. We'd, we'd make a happy face. <laughs> we would never go, oh, that's gross. We'd go, ooh, it's good. <laughs> so we, we were in Montreal, and we, we just ordered whiskey. We knew nothing about scotch and Irish whiskey and bourbon. We just said, give us, give us four shots of whiskey. We see people drinking whiskey in the movies. That's got to be disgusting. He poured us Black Label, I think, the very first night, right, Tom? Yeah. yeah. And the first time we did it, we were like, ooh, whew, that, was, that was strong. By the end of the weekend, we became whiskey drinkers. Yep. That's how it goes down. That's how it happened. And then 30 years later, the, the thrush, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> What's it called again? The white tongue. You know, they show, you know, you're sitting on the toilet, shitting black with a white tongue. <laughs> Wondering how did I get here? Oh, <laughs> uh, why is the? But I think the shit is black from the from the antibiotic, right? Not from the not Probably. from the. Uh, That's what I said. I said the antibiotics have been on. I was on them for two weeks. I was on them for a week. Got better. Then everyone else got sick and gave me another strain of fucking something. I got sick again. <laughs> and now my body's like my immune system with the fucking antibiotics and everything. I got shit going on. Like just now, I just shit myself. I don't know how this happens. Black shit and a white tongue is no way to go through life. No. <laughs> white shit and a black tongue would be fine, though, right? That's a hundred percent the name of this episode. No, I never be white. Never a be, white tongue and black shit. I never be accused of talking <laughs> shit. That's true. That's one thing. <laughs> Again, that's why the topic is almost irrelevant. How can we possibly get to it this? Doesn't How can matter. we possibly get show the white tongue one more time? Oh, it really doesn't look right. 
It's not supposed to look right, Joey. It's white. <laughs> now, now show us, show us the black shit. <laughs> Ernie, what's your diagnosis here? Oh. <laughs> it's shiny, too. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Let's dive into before You know what? Before we dive into the episodes, let's, uh, let's quickly plug our, our shirts and our, our stuff on Amazon. Of course, we got the top five T-shirts available on Amazon.com. We got the Ernie shirt, big, big seller. We got the Doc Monster shirt now, number one seller across the nation and in Australia. Flying off the shelves for Christmas. Please go to Amazon.com, order these shirts, pays for this amazing podcast and this production that we put on, pays for Ernie's curtain, pays for <laughs> Doc Monster's crown, uh, apple crown, pays for his antibiotics. Uh, <laughs> Go to Amazon, <laughs> order some stuff, send us some emails at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. That's top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Please, please, I need to get rid of my And tongue. it keeps me in feta cheese. Help so, no, <laughs> thank you for plugging me. <laughs> whoa, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right, on that note, what about the sponsors, go. Joey? No sponsors from Zoom? Ernie, Ernie, that's a good question. Ernie, what's the sponsors this week? Oh, there's uh, Amazon and uh, more Amazon. What about uh, the uh, M uh, MD's uh, MD online that uh, diagnosed the doctor with the, with the thrush? Uh, sure. It's always <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can always go to our OnlyFans page. Yeah, That's you gotta, true. You got to reach out to the Alika distributors from now on. You got to reach out to like uh, Jack Daniel or uh... you know what. Not a bad no, idea. A bad but, idea. <laughs> but first, but first, Ernie, you're right. I think we got to um, we got to do some kind of sponsorship for to get Doctor on board here with some healthcare. Uh, uh, right now, we got to reach out to the MDs that are watching. There's got to be some nurses or doctors watching, Ernie. Please, if you have any help that we can get Doctor cured from this Pennsylvania thrush, there ain't no doctors watching this show. Doctors are and nurses are smart people. <laughs> are you trying to say they don't watch, we, watch top five can we start a GoFundMe page please <laughs> if you go to our OnlyFans account you will see a graph the graphic images of the th of the of the white tongue and the black shit thrush. the threat what is it thrush or thrash thrush <laughs> no thrash that's Metallica thrash would have been better it's not a cool though I'm talking to Celeste. Yeah, I, I got the thrash, and he like bob your head up and down. I was talking to Celeste in the store, and I mentioned, I said, I said, plush. He said, STP. Everyone thought I had a venereal disease in my mouth. <laughs> oh man, uh, I can't wait to look up this disease when we get off. There's no way it's real. Not a disease, you fucking. Oh. It's a fungus. There's a fungus <laughs> among us. <laughs> oh, there's definitely a fungus among us. <laughs> All right, Greek. Let's start with you. What's your number five honeymooner episode of all time? My, my t number one or top? No, number, number five. Oh, number five. We're starting back? Oh. Of course. All right. That's right. It is top I like five. me week one. <laughs> it is top five with Joey Cassad. Um, All right. I am going to start with – I'm going to start with – Oh, hello there, Chef for the Future. Oh. Ten seconds. Five seconds. 
go. Oh, hello there. I didn't know I had company. You mind if I visit with you for a while, hmm? As you can see, I'm about to prepare a dinner. As you can also see, I'm a chef. Now, this table is loaded with old-fashioned household gadgets. That's why I'm the chef of the past. Boy, oh boy, what a hard job trying to put a meal together with these old household gadgets, like this tea spray here and this corkscrew over here. Phew. I wish that somebody would invent a household utensil that would do the work of all of these. <laughs> I said, I wish that somebody would invent a household utensil that would do the work of all of these. Am I coming through out there? For the future. Oh, hello. I'm glad to have you aboard, Chef for the Future. I'm the Chef for the Future. God. <laughs> the best. <laughs> I got to claim it because I know somebody else will. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'm really not going to change my picks because we. I know we're limited yeah. with picks. We're, this, we're all going to have the... Of course. We're all going to have the same... Uh, what what, an what amazing was the name of the, What was the name of the tool? Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, what was it called? Something Handy Helper, right? <laughs> wife, wife Handy Helper, something. Wife, it's had wife in it, or house wife, something. Well, the the name oh, of so that the name so of that episode was Better Living Through TV. Better Living Through. So TV. obviously, again, Ralph comes into uh, he he gets this handy gadget that has all these different things in it. It's basically a giant Swiss Army knife. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And before there were Swiss Army knives, I guess. And he decides, how is he going to sell these things bulk? He's not going to go door to door. They're going to buy commercial a commercial slot on a TV show. And they're rehearsing, and they're great. Ralph is cool as, as a cucumber doing all the rehearsals. And Norton is the one that's kind of nervous. And you know what happens. Obviously, they, they get on air. Ralph shits his pants. Can't function. So, it, was, it wasn't black, I don't think. Um, I hope not. And they blow the whole thing. Of course, they blow the whole commercial. None of the gadgets work. Norton is doing stuff super easy with the old-fashioned gadgets. And Ralph's new contraption is backfiring at, a, at every, uh, every turn. Can it Corey Apple? I mean... Uh, it's definitely on my list. It's yeah. one of my all-time favorites. I mean, they're all my favorites, but this when when they're doing the commercial and Ralph can't talk, he runs off screen, and he, he then he by the end he breaks the whole set. He's falling over, and the whole set's being destroyed. And then Norton, to me, has the line of the episode. He looks dead into the camera. This is live TV. They're doing a live commercial. He looks dead in the camera. He goes. If my wife Trixie's at home and she tells me I told you so, I'm going to come home and punch her right in the mouth. <laughs> if my wife Trixie's looking in and when I get home, she says I told you so, I'm going to tell her right in the mouth. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Picture on live TV. Someone said, oh, so good. <laughs> if Trixie would have disappeared, he would have been definitely a uh, suspect. <laughs> what Not I love then. about it is, is like you see him like when he, he you can see the sweat and like the paleness on his like if that was the drinking, Steve. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. He was drunk. Like ninety percent of the time. Well, no, he wanted to he, finish the episodes as quickly as possible so he could go back and drink with his friends. But he was also he was a master actor. You're yeah. you're you're dead on. When they're doing the rehearsal, he's so cool. He's like he's just bing 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 saying everything. When they when they when it turns and he was supposed to look nervous, you could feel his nerves. Yeah, he he knew how to turn it on like at oh, the drop of a hat. Absolutely, great start. All right, Doc. What do you got? Number five. Well, I just want to start by saying all these episodes. I mean, I was a, a big fan, not one of my favorites, but big fan. <clears throat> this, these shows really only have a, a two to three minute hilarious moment. They, it's usually the show starts off that the, the plot is, is placed out there. And then the crowd or the audience sits on the edge of their seat waiting for this car wreck to happen. They know what's going to happen at the end. And it's usually right at the end. And that is the most hysterical five minutes that's burned into our memories. So really, the episodes in a whole aren't funny, hysterical from the beginning point. But there's always that one great scene in every episode that makes you fucking piss yourself. And that's why it's, it's like I don't consider it funny throughout. It's giggle funny throughout, well, but it's setting up that car that car crash at the end. I don't disagree with that. They definitely had a formula that they used, but I think a lot of TV shows did. I think, you know, a lot of TV shows never even have that car wreck at the end. It oh, is it, it's only blurbs, 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 little comedy things right. going on. Agreed. Whether it's sign, whether it's all in the family would be all in the family would be a good example. Exactly right. All in the family. If anything, if you remember, all in the family. Doc, when we used to watch it religiously, there was no climax at the end. All of a sudden, the credits would just come up. Right. There would right. be almost no storyline to a story for for all in the family episode. It was literally just all these digs yeah. and one liners. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so I got the uh oh, where am I? Um uh the Benson Hurst Bomber. Oh yeah. Harvey! But if you do not let us have this table, I am going in and tell my friend Harvey. Harvey? Oh, Harvey! <laughs> You're going to tell your friend Harvey. Harvey! He's going to tell Harvey. That's a nice name. I like that. a nice name, That's Harvey. a nice name, Harvey. I don't care if you tell Harvey. Go ahead and tell him. He's got me mighty scared. I'm shaking the death. You better be careful. My friend is even bigger than me. Your friend Harvey is bigger than you? I have a friend Shirley that's bigger than you. This is my friend Harvey. And you beat it too, Harvey. Hey, uh, Ralph, he's even bigger than your friend Shirley. Oh. You hear that, Norton? He's gonna get Harvey after us. <laughs> I mean, once again, that uh. nervous look on his face. When he spins around and the humana, 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 humana. <laughs> it, it, it's just fantastic. It really is. He said he was going to twist you into bookends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And Norton's such an idiot. He's Ralph can get out of it every time. Norton's like, oh no. Oh yeah, well he's busy this he's busy tonight. I, I haven't known for sure, but he's he's not doing anything next Saturday night for a fight. And he's like, Oh really? And Ralph's like, Get out, Norton, stop it. What are you doing? Do you remember where they're practicing in the gym? And he's like, Cover up your face, cover up your and then he punches him in his stomach. <laughs> I do that all the time to people, especially my wife. We, we, we'll play fight and I go, cover up, cover up, bing. <laughs> Little D to D. Oh, and then at the end, you know, the climax at the end, they're setting up or Norton has a bigger guy. <clears throat> and th the setup is Ralph's going to fight Harvey and R Harvey's a big guy. But Norton has this even bigger friend. And the setup is going to be the bigger friend comes in and bumps into Ralph and says something about his weight. And Ralph just lays him out. And Harvey's supposed to get scared and run away. And exactly that happens. A big guy walks into the gym when him and Harvey are about to square off. And the, the big guy goes, whoa, look, get a little fatso over here. Fatso, yeah. And uh, Ralph goes, you know, Ralph thinks it's a setup. So he's playing along and he, he hits the guy. And the guy gets laid out. Norton Harvey runs off. Of course, it turns out Norton didn't have a friend. His friend couldn't make it that night. He was stuck at, at his work. Someone, but Ralph's like, but I don't understand. It was set up perfectly. How? Why would this guy say, "Hey, get a little fatso there"? No, <laughs> and, and Norton's like, "Well, if the phrase fits." <laughs> uh, great one, Harvey is unbelievable. Bernie, what do you got? Number four. Oh, I mean, number five. I'm sorry, number five. I I I'm tempted to change it, but because somebody said it, but I'll, I I'm not going to change it. That's the one Steve mentioned with the um. Of but course, can it core an apple with the um? Can it core an oh. apple? <laughs> if there's one, there's one scene you didn't talk about when it, when he actually falls into the wall and the wall falls over. It's just at the end, the whole the whole entire set he breaks. Exactly right. <laughs> that's that's what I remember the most. Oh, when he tries to Norton cores the apple like this. Whoop. All right, can he do it faster than that? Ralph's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to do it. He literally smashes the apple as he's trying to do it. <laughs> incredible great one it was so right. cheesy like you look back and it was so cheesy but it's just so funny the way they did it i don't know it's the, the simplicity of it but and like, that it's all acting it's all no. about their characters how yeah. they're going to react to these situations the situations mm. don't matter mm. it's how they react to the situations every time every yeah. time they make fun of ralph's weight it's funny Every time Ralph says, you know, bang, zoom, it's funny. Every time Norton gets him into trouble, it's funny. It doesn't matter what the yeah. scenario is. It works yeah. every time. 60% yep. of the time, it works every time. <laughs> All right, my was number it, five. Was it? Was it oh, okay. I was going to say, was it a great when uh, the mother-in-law come over and make fun of the weight? Go ahead. Uh, Move on. Oh, Might be yeah. down the road. Oh, that's yeah. coming. My number five, again, Ralph can always get out of the trouble, but Norton gets him back into it. Mm. He he wants a promotion at work. He tries to get in close with his boss, and he tells the boss that he's a master golfer. Oh, good. Ralph can't play good. golf at all, but he's bragging about how great he is because he heard that the boss can't play that weekend. <laughs> so what does the boss do? He says, oh, you know what? Actually, I changed my plans. We could do it this weekend. Ralph's stuck. He's got to learn how to play golf. 
in 48 hours. First, step up. Plant your feet firmly on the ground and address the ball. Wait a minute. What do they mean by address the ball? I think I know what it means there. Here, give me the club. Step up. Plant your feet firmly. Hello, ball. What what happens after that? Him and Norton trying to learn golf in forty eight hours is some of the funniest television I've ever seen in my life. I mean, Ralph has the full golf fifties golf getup on, with the hat with the pom pom. Got the knickers. The knickers. Norton's putting books on the floor to hit uphill shots, downhill shots. It's nonstop comedy. And you're forgetting the, the, the best line. Introduce yourself to the ball. Hello, ball. Hello, ball. He already knows this show. He just lied. He lied. Ah, come on. You can't forget those no, lines. No, you just, you just killed my number one, actually. I'd agree. Uh, <laughs> Greet the ball. Right. And then and then Ralph, Ralph's practicing all this stuff. And you know what, what happens, of course. Alice walks in, and he's getting, he has this getup on, and he's, he's mid-backswing. Just looks completely ridiculous. What a, it's just pure comedy. And then, of course, he's out of it at the end. His boss gets hurt or something, and he can't play golf. And Ralph's like, oh, I was going to show him some pointers. I was going to give him some tips here and there. And, of course, he, gets, he falls right back into it. The boss's assistant says, you know what? I'll play with you this weekend. And Ralph has stepped in his own shit again, or his own black shit. <laughs> All right, awesome. back around, Stevie. Number four. All right, number four. Um, did, 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 no. <coughs> and then, oh, good thing we does the the name that tune one. Oh, Swanee River. Who wrote that? Uh, Ed Norton. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, how can you grow? We're musicians. We got to really. That episode's called the $99,000 question. Yes, I have it too. $99,000 question, of course. $99,000 answer. Answer, you're right. Will you wait a minute, please? Why must you always play da 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 before you go in and play the song I'm trying to guess? I told you once, I told you a hundred times. It's the only way I can warm up before I play the piano. A pitcher warms up before he pitches a ball game. I gotta warm up that way before I play the piano. I hope I don't have to tell you this again. Are you ready? Go ahead and play. Shuffle off the Buffalo, written by Warren and Dubin for a little picture called 42nd Street. The year was 1932. <laughs> All right, Mr. Cramden, I wish you a lot of luck, and here's your first question for $100. Are you ready? I certainly am. All right, Mr. Cramden, for $100, who is the composer of Swanee River? <laughs> That's right, Swanee River. Can we have a few bars of Swanee River, Jose? <laughs> That's 
want any rhythm. That's right. Now, who's the composer? Your time's running out. Hurry up. You better take a guess. Hum and hum, 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 Ed Norton. Answer, okay. Because I, I got it again, too. So, again, to set up the episode, Ralph goes on a game show. Um, he picks the category popular music, popular songs, whatever it is. And right before he's ready to start, they go, oh, that's all the time for we have for tonight. We'll, we'll come back to you next week with, with Ralph Cramden as our, as, our, as our guest. So he's got one week to cram for popular music songs. He learns every song in the history of popular music Mrs. Manicotti upstairs is testing Mrs. him on it. <laughs> Mrs. Manicotti's testing him on the Italian songs. He's learning every song ever. Norton has a piano in the apartment, but every time Norton plays a song off his sheet music, he has to play Swanee River. He has to warm up. And then he would go into his sheet music, and Ralph hits him every time. Why do you got to warm up with that stupid song every time? Of course... What's the first question on the $99,000 answer? Who's the composer of Swanee River? Ralph's like, Swanee River? Can I hear a little bit of that? A, a little bit of that? Da, 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 da. He goes, and you just see Ralph's face. Filmed oh, in front of a live audience. You hear the audience erupting. It's, it's unbelievable. And he says that, Norton. And then on the way out, everything that the, that the the host is saying, Ralph was answering it as if it was a question. He's like, "Okay, Ralph, uh, that's all the time we have for you tonight. All the time we have." That was a uh, Irwin version, uh, nineteen twelve. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, poor Ralph. Awesome. Oh, you know what uh, they said in uh, when I was reading about that one. They said there was someone on Jeopardy that actually answered that question, Ed Norton. Now, it probably said it being funny. Oh, it had to, but, but, it, but it couldn't have been. But did you guys look that up? Or did, no. Did you see that... something like that? Someone actually said it on uh, Jeopardy. But wait, the question really was who was the, cons- the composer yeah. of Swanee River? Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> no, they couldn't have answered Ed Norton. <laughs> but they, that... they didn't go into whether it was answered honestly or the guy was laughing. If or... that's true, I'm inserting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find that Ernie. That's your job this weekend. Find that clip. Oh, I always have a job. Yep. Great, Stevie. All right, Doc. Back to you. Number four. The golfer. Oh yeah. I, I couldn't. Uh, my number one. I'm hitting him uphill. I'm hitting him downhill. I'm ready to roll. Ready to roll. You know. Uh, <laughs> All this stuff. You know, he, he takes one drive. Slow motion goes. Hey. This is easy. I got this. This, this is right. This is easy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the last swing, he takes out all the pots and pans in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. That was a little sick. Chris Norton's <laughs> like, tuck your chin. Treat your elbow. Boom. But uh, yeah, man, like I said, I, I don't remember. I, I remember the plot, but I don't remember the episode. I, I couldn't tell you enough about the episode, but it's these scenes. You can't forget them. They're that, they're that out there, man. They're so good. They're but I so will good. tell you, the setup is just as good because without the setup, it doesn't work. Oh, right. I mean, we we all memorize all these classic, you know, scenes at the end. But 
the setup is gold every time. It's like I said, you 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 anticipate the writing has you anticipating, waiting yeah. for this car crash. Yeah. You, you can't wait for it to happen, and you know it's going to happen, but you don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah, but you know it's going to happen. You know, it's like watching a street with ice on it on a hill. Yes, perfectly said. Yes. Oh well. well <laughs> you know, you know, a car's going to go by. Just don't know how they're going to hit something or crash. Here, or here comes another one. <laughs> here comes another one. <laughs> and as you throw another bucket out on the street, you run back in the house. And oh, I'm sorry. But anyway. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Ernie, uh, number four. You might as well skip me. It's the it's it's the name that tomb the why waste why waste time here? It's, I don't know if Ernie's if Ernie's doing this on purpose just so he doesn't have to pick a new episode, or that'd be smart, right, Ernie? I've I've made my whole life character on who he was in this show with the whole music, knowing all the music. You know what? Oh, we memorized the rock and roll encyclopedia of hits. And we used to trivia all the time in Marine Park by Three Doors. And everyone, no one could stump him. And then years later, we found out he was talking out of his ass that he just said anything with enough conviction that people believed him. And That's right. that is a thousand percent a true story. Obviously, today he could never get away with it because we have Google. But right. back in Uncle the day, on us. Yeah. Ernie, Ernie was the original Google back then. Ernie took pride in knowing any music trivia you gave him. You would tell him a song. He would tell you the artist, what yeah. year, and where it reached on the charts. You know what? He was like, Joe, he was like Ed Norton with Swanee River warming up. How he started, every answer was, England, United States, or China, or Japan. What do you want? What, do you, what, what chart? What, 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 what do you want? And then right then and there, you'd be so shocked and awed that you just fell into his hand. You, you're like putty in his hands. If, if he, I'm not sure, if I'm not sure, and I go 1976, it obviously sounds like you, you question it. But if I say just if I don't know, I say all right, March 23rd, 1976, and you say it like that, it was oh wow, that was <laughs> 4:13 in the afternoon and hit number one, March 3rd, 1976. Was that England or United States? <laughs> But he would literally the whole. We would be at parties, and the party would stop because everyone would be shooting questions at Ernie. The problem is, no one, none of us knew the real answers until there was what we were at one party one time. Ernie, I don't remember who. Would you remember what party we were at? It was uh some. It was a Hamptons party. This this girl was there, and I I have no idea who. Do you remember who it was, Ernie? I don't even remember who it was. Her name was Helene. (laughs) Oh, he remembers her. Yeah, uh, we won't see her no more. And uh, we were doing this with Ernie. We we're like, watch this. Ernie can answer anything. Bing, bing, bing. And he would say it. 1936 uh, reached number 14 on the Billboard charts. And she would go, "That's not right." And I know that song, you know. And and uh, Ernie would be like, "What? Um, uh, you must, you must." <laughs> yeah, be by the way, by the way, the, re- the remake. By the way, Helene disappeared because Colleen made her disappear. <laughs> Ernie fell in love with her right then and there. He was like, oh, No, God. I hated her more than no, everybody. He hated this girl. Ernie was like, Humming up, humming up, humming up. See, the way the, what, her, what her genius was, whenever I. Found oh, look at it. He is pissed off. Oh, look at it. He can't let it go. <laughs> you name a song where it goes on a chart, you name a hit song. She she was thinking albums that she had and naming songs that weren't hits on her albums. 
It's that's, so that's how she was beating me at, the, at my own game. Yes. Yeah, and ever since then, we've <laughs> never knew. been the same. The myth, the myth of Ernie, was uh, was ah. conquered. He could still say the alphabet backwards faster than anyone else, though. So hold on, do it, Ern. Z Y X W V U T S. I keep it on But even that, he goes and we were always so stupid we go oh my god that was great but you're so right zyx wcba and we were go hard about it Ooh. do you know my nickname it sounded like he said eight letters you know my nickname uh maureen parkway the youngs would call me animal kj for a while Ernie, say it real one time. I'm going to slow down the video to see if you do it right. Ready? Go. No, wait, stop it. I just know it from being with him my whole life. Go, Ernie. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-O-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-F-V-D-C-B-I. Now, when he says it fast, he goes, Z-A. He goes, Z-A. And everyone goes, wow. It's amazing. You know, you know, Ray Young caught me once um, at, the, at at JP's where I was doing my thing with uh, some Ranger fan that was sitting next to me. And I said something like, uh, the Rangers haven't come back from from a, a score like this since August 1972. And the guy was like, oh, my God, that's incredible. And Ray Young's like, there's no hockey in August. We're on to your shit, Ernie. <laughs> he caught me. All right, back to me. Number four. I'm going to go one we, one we haven't said yet. Ralph and Ed chip in to get a new TV. Ralph never had a TV. Norton's going to get a new one. Ralph decides he's <clears throat> going to have a scheme. They're not going to, Norton's not going to get a new TV. They're going to chip in together and get a big TV, but they have to figure out what house it's going to go into. Of course, so Norton, they flip a coin. Norton gives Ralph a, a coin. Ralph goes, a, he goes, heads, heads, uh, heads, you win, heads, I win, tails, you lose. Ralph flips it, tails, you lose. The, the TV stays in my house. Norton goes, wait a second. I see what you did there. And Ralph's like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? That's my quarter, Ralph. Oh, oh yeah, right. Sorry, Norton, that's your quarter. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't realize the old switcher. So anyway, the new TV goes into Ralph's apartment. Calling all space rangers. It's time to blast off with Captain Video and his Video Rangers. Hello out there, rangers. This is Captain Video. Are you all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? I am ready, Captain Video. Very good. Let us all put on our official Captain Video space helmet. We've had this set for three nights. 
And for three nights, I've listened to nothing but space shows, westerns, cartoons, frolics, and puppet shows. Tonight, I am watching a movie. And if you dare to make a sound while the movie is on, I'll cut off your ass supply. <laughs> and all they do is argue about what they're going to watch. Norton, of course, wants to watch Captain Video and his video ranges. He's got his... Captain Video! <laughs> what does he say? What's the, Captain what's the... Video! He goes, Captain Video! Putting on my space helmet, old Captain Video. <laughs> I remember that. When, that in the middle of the night, episode. while I was trying to sleep and get up at work, he's in the uh, living room watching uh, Captain Video. And he has, <laughs> Ralph comes flying out of the bedroom like a maniac, thinking there's shots going off in the kitchen, and he and he realizes no one's there, and he sees Norton in the space helmet and almost, die, almost has a heart attack. <laughs> get out. Uh, get out. <laughs> Amazing episode. Then Norton, they finally agree to watch something after all the fighting about Captain Video. They're trying to adjust the antenna to figure out to, to get to get the good reception. Ralph's walking around the, the apartment. Norton's like, oh, well, try it out in the hall, Ralph. Try it out in the <laughs> hall in the hall. Takes the takes the antenna, goes out in the hall. A little further, Ralphie. A little yeah, almost there. A little further. Ralph goes a little further. Norton shuts the door, locks the door, and puts Captain Video back on. <laughs> <laughs> that depends like that, right? What? Doesn't it end like that? Like, they never come to a... I don't... Yeah, I don't think it ever... I don't no, think... No, I, I think at the I end, think... they, they both fall asleep watching the TV, and then Alice comes in and puts a blanket on both of them or something yes. like that. Yeah, they, they say, they, say yeah. they want to stay up all night and watch TV, and they're, they're sleeping Whoa. within, like, three minutes. <laughs> oh, they go like this, right? Like this. <laughs> it's like Ernie, me and Ernie when Ernie used to try to make me watch Quavadas. Oh man, that sounds like that sounds like what I have on my tongue. What is that? <laughs> Good stuff. It was like Ernie used to bring over the 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 four the VHS packs. You know when they're like the big epic movies like Spartacus, yeah. like four VHS <laughs> tape packs, like four and a half hours. He used to bring over these epic movies. I'd be oh, sleeping with it within twenty minutes. Did he ever make you watch Gandhi? Oh, of course, uh, all of those, all those big ones. He maybe Gandhi, Spartacus. I'm telling you, Ma Quo Malcolm X. I remember watching Ma Malcolm X. Malcolm X, Quavadis. What else, Ernie? Ben Hur. All the epic, all the epic long movies. Yeah. Oh, good, good stuff. <laughs> I can't remember, uh, I can't really remember any others besides a lot of Quavadis stuff. Quavadis. 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 But what was Covatus? Covatus was uh it was uh um Jesus movie stuff. Oh <laughs> the Romans and everything. Yeah, Covatus oh, okay. was, was good. He goes crazy at the end, right, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we could have figured that one out. Roman. Yeah, that's a good point. All Nero, right. Super Nero. Nero, right. Stevie, number three to you. All right, number three. Um I forgot what episode it was, but and this one sticks in my head, and I guess more the scene than anything else. But uh, the backstory is that uh, um, Ralph meets one of his friends that he hasn't seen in a long time, oh, yeah. and uh, his friend, uh, it, it, he, his friends bragging about how well he's doing, whatever. Oh, and yeah. uh, Ralph, you know, doesn't want to be shown up, so he's bragging about how well he's doing, and they decide to go out to dinner, and the uh, the check comes. And uh, <laughs> the check is astronomical. So 
Um, Ralph pretends to reach for it and he says, all right, let me get that. And the guy goes, okay. You know, tonight's going to cost him a pretty penny, Ralph. Well, what does he care? He's loaded, you know. I'll tell you what I'll do. Just a sort of a nice gesture. I'll make believe I want to pay the bill. Oh, Ralph. That's nothing. You know, I'll just say, please let me pay the bill. I'll feel better that way. The check, I'll take it. Now, wait a minute, Bill. I insist that I pay the check. Okay, Ralph. <laughs> And he looks at the bill and he realizes he can't pay it. And but it turns out the friend the friend was lying too, right? Yeah, it turns out the friend was lying also. What was the name of the episode, though? I don't remember the name of the episode, but that was the one where Ralph says he's the head of the, the bus company. He brings the friend to the bus company to see how he's the head of the bus company. He makes Norton clear out his boss. Boss, he's sitting at the boss's desk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, great one. Yeah, that scene just sticks in my head. Yeah. Oh, um, great, great, great episode. Let me get uh, that. Okay. And he's like, but the guy even the guy even offers first. The guy goes, Oh, Ralph, I got that. And he's like, Oh no, no, no. Let me let me handle it. He goes, Okay, Ralph, thank you. Go, Ralph. <laughs> but you know why that rings home? We've done it all the babbles. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the alligator wrong. I'll get that. Although oh, we'll get that. Joey's <laughs> like, no, I got this. Okay, okay, Babs. <laughs> yeah, I know that scene sticks out. We'll all be sleeping. We'll all be sleeping. Oh, that. Well, like you guys said, you the, the, the whole show there was always that train wreck, that 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 high point, and it was such an uncomfortable yeah, thing like, before before like that that it was such it was so uncomfortable before it got to the you know at that point of climax before the release comes down. And they did it so well, and they, that's why all those episodes stick in your head. That that you know. That, Steve, I oh, I'm gonna make a note of this. All right. Nothing. Go ahead, move on. <laughs> Ernie, oh, tell the story. So Ernie just mentioned the story. This is amazing. And I think I think this is where it started. Tell me if I'm wrong, Ernie. But I'll I'll tell the, the, the story first and then the origin. So we used to fall asleep. Pretend we would fall asleep when any of there was something happening we didn't want to do. So a check would come and we'd all pretend we're falling asleep. we were sleeping at the table. One time we drove through a toll booth with Bobby Balls, right, Ern? Me, you, yeah. Balls, and who else? Was it the Greek? Uh, I don't remember who the fourth was, but I don't Balls is driving. Balls is driving, and anytime the new thing was, anytime you go through a toll, we didn't have easy passage yet, and so we'd have to pay the toll. Exactly. Everyone in the car, the driver would turn around, we'd all be sleeping. <laughs> One Going time, up there, sleeping. So we we saw the toll coming, so we all did it to balls. We're all <laughs> pretend we're sleeping, and we after like thirty seconds or so, we're not moving, and we kind of all peaked. The driver balls was also pretending he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he caught on. So we're sitting, the toll guy is waiting for us, though he's standing there. <laughs> right, this is not an automated toll booth. The toll guy's sitting there. The whole car is sleeping at the booth. <laughs> Can you imagine what's going through this guy's head? He's probably like, what the? No, what the, the toll booth guy went like this. <laughs> oh, <Dr. Nap. laughs> and doctor, tell me, I think this is where it started. We're on the beach one day. And we're playing football on the beach. And I'm, I'm covered in baby oil because I'm like freaking, I'm trying to get a tan. I'm covered in baby oil. And. I go for a long pass. I think Doc, I think you threw the pass, Doc. I'm not even positive. I think you threw it. Deep pass. It's not right in my, my chest. So I reach out for it a little bit like this with my hands away from my body. 
and I have so much baby oil on. There's zero chance this is being caught. It hits my hands, slides through like a slip and slide, and pelts this woman right in the face. <laughs> I immediately go into defensive mode, and I fall to the ground and pretend like I'm sunbathing. Right next to her, like this. <laughs> like it was not, like it was not. She, so she got up like she wanted to kill somebody. I was laying in the sand, sunbathing. She, obviously, I didn't do it. And I think, did Babbles get in trouble? Somebody got in trouble for it, right? I think she looked over the, the, the field and everyone was laying down dead. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Normandy Beach. But, um, the, wasn't, uh, that, wasn't that like in, in the show Friends when, when Joey would run into an ex-girlfriend you didn't want to talk to him, you just hide? <laughs> and she'd be like, I can see you right yeah. there. <laughs> that, was, that was Reese Park. Yes, we definitely Reese we Park. Never, yeah. We never played football in Wild. We always no. played volleyball. But Reese Park, and that was the same day Joey broke his shoulder playing football. I mean, you might be right. Yeah, because we never played football that much in Reese Park. We didn't go there that much. Right. And Joey just went like this to catch a ball, and his shoulder hit the, the sand, and he just stopped. <laughs> just stopped. It's like, boom. Yeah. And then we all just, yeah, we all went, oh, my. Oh, no. Yeah, they didn't look he right. He got off, but his shoulders like this. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Blech. That was a, that was the wild one when he's throwing up the water. No. <laughs> you were there for Ernie. You, had, that was I when Ernie broke, broke his ankle. ankle. Was uh, it? I broke my ankle uh, uh, climbing up babbles to um, you know spike the ball of volleyball. But that so was you the broke your thing. ankle. Joe yeah, got food poisoning and was thrown up all over the place. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, no, wait. We he, didn't, we no, he, didn't really, he didn't really the break his break, ankle. Ernie, the so break. Ernie, I'll tell you how to find it. He, mm -hmm. he, he thought he broke his ankle. Went thought he broke the, his ankle. No, no, no. Right. Went to the doctor. They x-rayed it. They said, nope, no break. He went right. home, went back the next day. He said, I think it's, I think it's broken. They, he made them take an x-ray again. They said, sorry, sir, the ankle's not broken. He took the x-ray to Greg, who was also a former guest on our show, uh, who was an x-ray technician, right? Yeah. And Greg said, well, I don't think it's broken either, Ernie. Maybe, maybe I see something right here. Ernie went back to the doctor and forced him to put a cast on it. Maybe. Was Ernie's teeth glowing at this point from the x-rays? <laughs> Ernie... <laughs> Tell me if is that wrong, and then tell me how it ends. You love the end of the story too. Go ahead. Oh, the end was um. Well, this was uh back when the Hamptons was so big and Labor Day weekend was coming up, and I wasn't gonna go to the body barn with a cast on. So me and Bobby Woodruff sitting on my porch um took scissors and a knife and cut the cast off our, myself basically. And then I I carried the cast into the doctor's office. I go, Doctor, I did this. Is this okay? <laughs> And After he, he forced them to put it on. <laughs> what the fuck? He threw him out of his office. He threw me out. He said, he said get the hell out of here. I think he cursed him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not maniacs. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it, it was so much fun, though, getting the cast off. Like, it would have been funny if it was like a dentist. No, no. I got it. I got it. I got a cavity. I'm telling you. I'll tell you, no. All right, finally, get in the chair. It's like, like what kind of <laughs> what kind of sadist wants to do this to himself? <laughs> yeah, it was know, Ernie, 
He's a hypochondriac. He was scared that it was really broken. He wanted he attention. Needed, he needed the cast. He wanted attention. Oh, I was in pain. My foot hurt. Oh, stop. Were you dating Colleen at that point? No, this was uh, before Colleen. This was 97. Right, you, were looking, you were looking for a Colleen. Stop uh -oh. it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Looking for attention. That's what he was doing. It probably worked. That's why he took the cast right off. He goes, all right, that worked. We He's like, Colleen. Helene, Helene, this, this was the Hampton House with the waterbed. So we're talking 97. Oh, Jesus. That's early. That's the spiders, Ern? No, the spiders was actually before that, I think. You guys, well, you guys go off on these tangents. No one knows what you're talking about. No, the waterbed, 97. Oh, yeah, the waterbed. Was that with the spiders? No, well, no, we, no, the earthworms. The earthworms. Ernie, Ernie had a Hampton House before I was a part of the Hampton Houses. We stayed over there. It was infested with daddy long legs spiders. Oh, God, yes. We, I think I actually saw them carrying one of the people out. <laughs> we saw we saw a body moving on the floor like this. We said, what the hell is happening? We're, We're looking at each other. Like, stay, stay we, perfectly still. Maybe they won't, they won't attack you. <laughs> Every morning we all wake up. It was like the end of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still alive? You couldn't lay on the floor all wrapped up in webs hanging. <laughs> we, were, we were like... Feel like getting up in the morning going, that match is so comfortable. The springs are great. You might just sleep on spiders. I'm telling you, it was that bad. I had to sleep on two kitchen chairs put together. It was that bad. You couldn't touch the floor. Oh. Look at all this. <laughs> all right. Where the hell are we? I have no idea where the hell we even are. Um, Steve, turn, Clyde. Right turn, Clyde. Did you just go? Who are you, are you asking me? Yeah, what did you just say? You um, just went, right? Ernie yeah, went. I, I picked the the Bill one where they fight. He yes, 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 yes. Yep, Ernie. Uh, back to you, Doc. Number number three. Okay, the episode on stage. Uh, he gets hired by the Raccoon uh, Lodge to raise money as an actor, and I think it was it Henry the Eighth. He's got to recite something. He's working on the play, and uh, he goes, mm, Rachel. You've come back. Be good to me, Rachel. And uh, fuck it. I can't keep a straight face. I watched it today again and again and again and again. And every time. And then, and the one, because they don't show the actual performance at the end, but the, the, the warming up of, and you have Ed Norton, you know, uh, I don't know what character he's playing, and Roger uh, <laughs> Meadows is playing the, the girl, and he's talking about, and then Ed Norton comes back inside. And, and he looks at that note and goes, be good to her. It's, like, it's fucking awesome. And, and I, I mean, you forgot. What about the. And the string of. And he goes, and then, and then Ed Norton goes, yeah, and a string of Pelopenes. 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 He possessed a mansion, a villa in France, a yacht, or a string of Pelopenes. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> String of Polo Where do you see that? Right there, a string of Polo That's a string of Polo That's all. That's Polo Ponies. <laughs> Polo Ponies, you idiot. So he leaves, and then he tells, he tells, he tells um, Alice, "All right, we'll just rehearse." Then he ends up saying, "A string of Polo oh. he, he ends up doing it again. Yeah. He goes, "I know I'm going to do it that night." So. <laughs> episode ends he thinks he's gonna be an actor now 
that's just another, um, I don't know, disillusioned. Oh, his schemes are the best. Thoughts of grandeur. Everything's a scheme. But uh, it wasn't a scheme. It was like just thoughts of grandeur. Like he was going to be like a dream. And they come in. They say, oh, you did great. He's like, oh, I'm going to be an actor. And then the guy turns around and goes, by the way, what's Polophonies? Because they didn't show the actual performance. He goes, uh, I meant to say string of polo ponies. Anyway, <laughs> you know, and then he's I, all depressed. Yeah. He's all depressed because he's got to see hours. He's made a fool yeah, of himself. He, see he thought he was going to be an actor. So it, it was, uh, but that fucking, Rachel, you come back. It just it's shows not- you what, I, I love when actors pretend to be bad actors. I, I always love those. I like scenes like that so much. It's so great. That's amazing. Oh, it's so it's incredible. It's if you really easy. think about no, of course not. Could you be? Could you do a bad drummer? I couldn't do a bad sing. I like I couldn't purposely sing out of key. It, 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 it'd be hard. It's, it's harder to. You're right. It's probably harder to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I do it pretty easy actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're what it. All right. Ernie, you have to have to do Roxanne for one of the episodes. Ernie, you need to personate a good singer. <laughs> yeah. That's work. That's work. We should really do a live karaoke episode one night, Ernie. And then Billy could do his moon dance, his uh, yes. Billy Jean. And then Joey can be rushed in on a bunch of day long legs. <laughs> Top five talent show. Let's all do. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Come on, Ernie. Number three. Uh, let's see if I can do this out of the. Uh... Let me go look at his eyes. Oh. Blabbermouth! Oh, you son of a bitch! That's my next one! You know, I wish you didn't live so far from the subway. Oh, Mother, it's only three blocks. Yeah, three long blocks. But I suppose you can't do any better with the rent that you can afford. <laughs> now, your sister only lives a half a block from the subway. Well, that's one of the advantages of... Having a husband that's a good provider. <laughs> Mother, I have some coffee on. Would you like some? Oh, that'd be nice, dear. Uh-huh. Yes, thank you. Well, <laughs> you look thin. Are you getting enough to eat? Oh. <laughs> oh. Of course I am, Mother. You wouldn't say that if you could see our food bill. Well, I don't doubt the bills are high. But how much of the food are you getting? <laughs> You are a blabbermouth! A blabbermouth! You! Blabbermouth! Out! 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 You're a blabbermouth! A blabbermouth! I hurt my eyes trying to do Jackie Gleason. I hate you, Ernie. Oh, come on. It's the only ones I even know. Uh, <laughs> it's a perfect segue because that's my that's my next one, too. Go right, on, go ahead. No, you tell it. Tell it. <laughs> I mean, his, um, his mother-in-law is over and his mother-in-law is always picking on him, you know, with his weight and everything. And he's timing her this time to prove to Alice that the mother-in-law can't help herself. So he's timing her, waiting for him to say her to say something. And the second she says something, he just blurts out the word blabbermouth like right in her face like with his with her with his eyes like insane 
Oh, he literally he tells Alice, I'm not I'm going to prove to you that it's not me. It's your mother. I'm not going to say a word when she gets here. I'm not going to say a word. I'm going to put a timer on for three minutes. I'm not going to say one word. And you watch what she does to me. And literally, the second she walks in, all she does <clears throat> is dig, 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 dig. Oh, why do you have to live so far from the from the subway, Alice? You know, your your sister lives so much closer. I guess that's well, I guess this is the only apartment you can afford on the salaries that you have. And <laughs> she's like, um, Alice, are you eating anything? You don't look, you know, you look so thin. She goes, Oh no, mom, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even believe our food bill. She goes, Well, I don't doubt that the bills are high, but are you getting any of the food? <laughs> and Ralph is just sitting there next to her like this. And he's, he's getting, you see his face getting more fired up and more fired up with every little dig. And she finally <laughs> gives away like the ending of the play that he's going to that night. And he loses his mind, screams blabbermouth, throws her out. <clears throat> but that's not even the climax. That's the beginning. <clears throat> yeah. The end of the episode is him. He's record. He has to record. He's an trying apology. to get Alice back because Alice also left after the mother. Right. She leaves too because she can't take Ralph anymore after what he did to the mother. He's trying to record an apology, and Norton has this record recorder that you can record on vinyl, and he records an apology. But the first time he tries it, he gets himself so worked up again. He he says, "Alice." I know your mother doesn't mean to be mean. She, you know, she was just born that way. She doesn't, she doesn't mean to dig me. You know, I, you know, once, you know, once a blabbermouth, always a blabbermouth, Alice. She's never going to change, Alice. She's never, she'll always, and she, he goes crazy. Again. So Norton stops that one. Then he, then he records a really heartfelt one. And of course, Norton sends her the wrong record. <laughs> he sends her the one of her calling her a blabbermouth again, and it backfires, but. That's my next one too, Ernie. What a great there, pick. There's a great line in that. I believe it's, I, if I remember in the episode when uh, Ralph is stressing that she's coming over. And uh, Ralph, and uh, Ed goes, what's the problem there, Ralph? And he goes, my mom-in-law, she's coming over to stay for Christmas and New Year's. He goes, well, what's wrong with that? He goes, problem is, last time she came over New Year's and stayed to Christmas. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Great one. All right, Stevie, back around to you. Number two. Uh, number two, number two. Um, all right, so um, the uh, the episode where Ralph is supposed to take, like, a physical for his job. And Alice is like, all right, make sure you rest up. You don't do anything. You don't strain yourself. Oh, my God. And he has the bowling tournament. And he winds up throwing his back. So the the um and I don't know I don't know why the thermometer bit was in there like why was the well because when when he comes home from the bowling he thinks he's sick he, now he, too he, so so <laughs> Norton like, gives him the thermometer <laughs> you can set it up set it up set no up, go it. go 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 so Ed Norton he's like he throws out his back and he he's he's he thinks he's sick and he's like Ed take my temperature so he puts the thermometer in his mouth and he's like I, I can't see the numbers so Ed Norton. <laughs> takes a light at it. He takes the temperature. He takes the thermometer out of his mouth and he's trying to look at it and he can't read it. So he, he was it a lighter or a match? Uh, yeah, a match. He, he, right. Either one. A match. <laughs> anyway, whatever he does, he, he heats it up and, and 
he's trying to read the temperature and he finally reads it and he's like uh he's like uh ralphie boy yeah what's a normal temperature for uh you know a person he's like ah 98 99 he's like what's my temperature what, what's a bill oh, what's gonna happen <laughs> don't get excited will you let me find out if you got a fever if you don't have a fever then your mind will be relieved we'll put the heat and pad on just like the doc said you'll be all right in the morning you'll be your own fat jolly self <laughs> Well, what is it, Norton? Wait a minute, I'm trying to see it in the light. I gotta find that little, little red line. That... Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, uh, Ralph, what's the normal temperature around 98, eh? 98.6. What would you say a, a bad temperature is? 102, 103. What is it, Norton? What is my temperature? <laughs> What's my temperature, Norton? <laughs> he's like, what? He does Ralph, like Ralph thinks it. he's dying. <laughs> Have a good night. Like, yeah, happy New Year. <laughs> oh, 111. <God>. <laughs> Ralphie, what, what would you say a bad temperature is, Ralphie? Oh, 102, 103. What's my temperature, Norton? 111. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, it's, so it's such a clip. But again, those those you'll never even if you forget like the 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 plot line vague like I vaguely remember the plot line. Those scenes will you did just ingrained in your head. Yeah. Like you'll never forget them. You know. Every all these things that we're doing are so quotable. All these yeah. one-liners, 111. I mean, you could have very easily did five top funniest scenes. Yeah, you're it right. Would, it would have been the same as episodes. Yep, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Basically, that's how yeah. good these these uh when it comes together like that. It's amazing. Yep. And of course, he gets caught at the end because he's fine. He puts a heating pad on his back. He sleeps up at Norton's. He, Norton pretends he's sleepwalking. So Ralph has to spend the night with him up there, puts the heating pad on his back, passes his physical. He's perfect. The next day he comes home. He's dancing around. He passed his physical. The guys drop off the bowling trophy for, for the bowling tournament the night before. <laughs> right. And he gets caught that he went bowling. He's in trouble again. Poor Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doc, number two. All right, this episode was entitled Unconventional Behavior. Uh... This was, uh, they were on their way to a, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, raccoon convention. My and number one. Trick, trick handcuffs. Oh, that's yeah. such a good episode. I, I, to this oh. day, I, I, I just, I can't. Oh. Like, when he goes, boom. <laughs> yes. Boom. And he goes, you ain't boofing right, Norton. Boofing right. <laughs> oh, what did you them. say you had? Oh, these trick handcuffs. You know, you put them on your wrist, see? Then you get at them without using no key. You just go like this, you go, boom. You right at them. Well, that doesn't sound like a great deal of fun to me, sitting in a hotel room all day going, boom. No, no, you don't get the idea of it. I put it on one of my wrists, see, like this. Now watch. Then you get out of here. See? No key, no key. Then I go up to some other fellow and I say, let me have your wrist, please. And I put it on like this, see? Now I let it go on there for a while. We're yakking it up a little. Pretty soon he gets a little panicky, you know. He's wondering, well, uh, let's get him off. So I start looking for the key, you know, like there's a key to it. But there ain't no key, you know. 
So I'm looking all over, and then he gets real good and panicky, you know, because he's handcuffed to me. So I'm starting looking when he gets real scared, then I just go, boom, and they're off. <laughs> and that's supposed to be funny? Oh, yeah. Personally, I think the bulging eyes are much funnier than the handcuffs. You do? Now, would you mind saying boom and let us get out of here? All right. <laughs> boom! Say boop and get me out. Boom, boom. You're not boomping right, Norton. <laughs> I'm boomping right. Watch out the way you boom. Let's do it together now. One, two, three. Boom. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good episode. It is so freaking great. Because it's got the one is one of the greatest lines. If you if you hate someone wow. who smokes. Oh, I know. I've <laughs> said yes, it. If you hate someone that smokes, it's the greatest line ever because my wife has one in the house. If I smell smoke in the house. Someone better be on fire. <laughs> that, that's her line. This is when they're in the bunk beds on the train going to this convention. And Norton's on top. He had to be, right? Because Ralph's on the bottom. I don't yeah, remember. They, they can't get out of the handcuffs. Yes. Yeah, they're still in the handcuffs. He's trick handcuffs. And all of a sudden, and they, they just beat. Had a long day together with these handcuffs. And Norton just goes, it, it t- kind of puts you in that place back then when cigarettes were so, everyone was doing them. He goes, hey, uh, Ralph. You mind if I have a smoke? And he just, Ralph goes, Norton, I don't care if you burn. <laughs> Ralph, what? Mind if I smoke? I don't care if you burn. <laughs> that was the greatest, greatest, uh, so fed up line ever. <laughs> that, yeah, you, you son of a bitch. Own? That's my number one. I mean, I'll talk about it a little more when I go, but it's by, by far my favorite episode. Every every line episode. in that episode with it. Now that's what? one. That's one episode where it, it doesn't. It carries on the humor. It's the whole. It's, it's, I mean, get hit. Yeah. All you have to you handcuff Ralph and Ed together. <laughs> yeah. And how could it, the whole episode not be amazing? But wait, what I want to know is how come nobody nobody's done it yet? Woo! Oh my God! Oh, raccoon! Come on, guys! Well, when I used to have a ponytail, Steve, I used to do it. <laughs> my fellow raccoons! Woohoo! <laughs> and then, and that's a, that's a good segue into uh into uh, our trip on the Lehigh River. Oh my God! <laughs> Go yeah, guy. What what birthday was that of yours, Steve? That was my thirtieth birthday, and we all we all we all you could explain to the fans what what happened. Steve wants to go whitewater rafting for his 30th birthday. My birthday's in April, mind April, right. So it's it's not going to be, shouldn't be cold, but it's not warm either. It should be nice. The, water, nice the, little... water, the water is on the cold side, but it's the best time of year to go because the snow caps are melting off the mountain. Right. The river should be moving. And, right. and it's going to be a little bit moving. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, be rowing all the way down the river. So... We get to the store, right, right where, you know, we're getting all the gear and all this shit. So this guy talks us into buying all this horse shit that we don't need. Nine layers of socks and no, wool. by the way, no waterproof stuff. No, no waterproof stuff. No. Wool, 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 pajamas, wool, undergarments, <laughs> wool, 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 all wool. Right. We're going in the river. Okay. Like this no, you're the, not going to get wet. Like the 16th century or something, the, the, the 17th century. And of course, Tommy sees... Basically, the raccoon hats from the honeymooners, and we have to buy those too. We're like, Tommy, oh, we don't need those stupid hats. 
Maybe we need like galoshes or something like No, let's get the hats. All right. <laughs> so we bought a raccoon what a, hat. What a pack for the lunch? Nope. Gotta get the hats. <laughs> right, we had we could have either bought a waterproof cooler for our lunch <laughs> or the raccoon hats. Of course, we went and with the raccoon hats. And I have that picture. I'm going to be posting very. You got to you got to post that one because that'll that'll tie in nicely with the woo woo. <laughs> four seconds into the we get we get in the boat. Four seconds in, we are completely drenched. Right, yeah, our we also feet. Have, we also have flask filled with. Gatorade <laughs> and electrolytes. Yeah, that's what's in the flasks. Yeah. The guys, the, the, the sun's <laughs> out. The sun is out at this point. Let me tell you something. And Thank God for those flasks. We turned it to Gilligan's Island really quick. <laughs> we would have, I would have died of hypothermia if I didn't have alcohol. <laughs> it, it went from a beautiful sunny It was like the beginning of Gilligan's Island. It was a three hour tour. It's like a, a snow squall came through, the sun disappeared. And there's a stone squall, and the temperature dropped like 20 degrees. And we ended up the the, the, the boat. It was like the land of the lost. <laughs> Back then, we were really also into into Gatorade and vodka. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Gatorade. <laughs> it was just vodka with uh, no, no. We had regular food. food. That was, I didn't want the listeners to think we were drinking on the trip. No, of course not. Of course not. No, it was probably straight up whiskey at that point. <laughs> but again, so we're in the boat. I'm now. I'm miserable. I'm freezing, and now I'm in the back of the boat. I'm protesting. I'm You're not, not in doing the back anything. Of the boat. You're in the front of the boat, laying on the front of the boat on the floor, refusing no, to pick I, up. I, yes, I am. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I'm not picking up an oar anymore. I'm holding my body. On the front of the boat. I'm about to die. The opposite. Babbles is standing on the on the t- the the top of the boat, like fucking in the. Titanic. No, he's on the back. I thought he's in the in the front, like this, like oh, like, man, uh, me and Steve were in the front, getting hit with waves in our face, and Steve screaming, "That's all you got, Lehigh! That's <laughs> all you got!" And it started snowing too. Let's not forget and, about and that. I think before, I think that's before Gump came out. It could be. <laughs> Is that before Gump came out? Ernie, when did Gump come out? Ninety-four. How old were you in ninety-four? Oh, you weren't thirty. So yeah, yeah no, no. you're probably quoting Commander Dan. That's all you got. <laughs> and fi- finally, when now we're not moving at all. We're behind everyone. I decide I'm grabbing the boat. There's a boat passing us. Fuck rowing anymore. I'm use I use my head. I grab onto the other boat, and these nine morons on the other boat are like this, ooh, 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 <laughs> rowing like maniacs, and I'm just holding their boat like this, nice and calmly, and they're now pulling us as well. <laughs> they start pulling us down the river. And we have the stoop, our stupid guide, Clark, right? Was that his name? Clark. <laughs> Clark. Yeah. One and only. Going under, doing flips underwater in his little uh, one-person canoe. <laughs> Kayak. Kayak, yes. He's going shoop, back right. up. And he's going, that better not be alcohol in those, in those flashbacks. No, not at all. <laughs> Every, Clark, are you why, all right? Why are you, do, why are you doing the, uh, why are you going under the water? He goes, well, believe it or not, I, I, I was trained. Now, if I get caught in a rapid, then I can roll my my kayak under. And you know how you get bubbles from the uh, rapids on the water? I can actually pull the air by closing my teeth together and sucking the water through my teeth. Not wringing the water into my mouth, but just the air. We were, like, like, we were like, no, what? Yeah. Clark, show, we were like, show us, Clark, show us. As soon as he'd go underwater, we'd all take drinks. Go. Go. <laughs> show us again. 
<laughs> well, we got seven miles down. We stopped at this island for lunch. Oh. And uh, I had bought a bag from home for all our sandwiches that we had bought at the, uh, the concession place in the morning. So we're, we're glad to stop. It's so fucking cold. We had to bury our feet in the sand. And <laughs> on this, on this, we had seven miles more to go to Jim oh. Thorpe. But we said, thank and, uh, God we had lunch. Thank God thank we had God lunch. Thank God we have sandwiches. And I open it up, and the sandwiches. There's like fish in the cooler, and they float in the water. <laughs> it's like, you know, like fat fish in, in the bag that just ate our sandwich. You're like, that. <laughs> <laughs> they wore like little little fishes in there. Like, they, they got no, they they like taking out a wet rag. Swimming around the sandwiches. So that, so that. We were broken then. We were completely broken. <laughs> <laughs> you take these city guys for seven miles in the cold on a river. We were I broken. I loved every we second broken. of it. I, I loved every second of it. <laughs> Easily the worst trip. <laughs> oh, it was the That's best. what made it so enjoyable, knowing that Joey was so <laughs> It was the worst of times, and it was the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ernie. Up to you. Number My two. Number two. Uh, when he thought he was gonna die, when he had like only six months to live. Oh, great! When he was uh, he read the uh, it was the dog some. Yes, the dog had six months, but he thought it was him. <laughs> he was freaking out, <laughs> and him and Ralph were, re were reading the report for which is hysterical, and um, it was kind of like a three's company almost situation where they misheard something, thought it was something else. That's but, uh, you know that's a good a good good topic we could do too one of these days three's company oh, episodes oh, God how many times oh, did you do that one perfectly said Ernie how many times did they mishear something mm -hmm. and it caused the whole episode to go downhill that was every episode <laughs> exactly <laughs> no this is a great one when when Ralph thinks he's gonna die and they find out it's just what 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 was the diagnosis again uh, it was the diagnosis of his sister's dog. It was, the, yeah, it was definitely the dog's diagnosis, but it was called something. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I forget. Uh, thrush? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> White tongue? Hold that's on. The, was it like this? For some reason. <laughs> no, they're oh, yeah. from Brooklyn. They're not from Pennsylvania. They, they don't have the thrush. <laughs> it's a very common thing, by the way, but you'll find out. I just gave you guys the whammy. Oh, shit. Good one, Ernie. Very nice. So my, my number two, we talked about already, the commercial. Them them set, trying to sell the uh, the Swiss Army knife on the commercial. The um, handy helper, whatever, kitchen handy helper, whatever the hell it's called. Chef for the future, chef for the past. It's, oh my God. The, the only episode that I like better than that, we talked about two, I'll get to when we want to do my number one, but Chef for the future. Chef for the chef for the future, and he runs off. He goes, "Who was that?" And he comes back in. Hello, chef for the future. Hello, chef for the future. And he runs off. He goes, "Great tell. Who was that?" I gotta watch that now again. Oh God, I forgot that part. That's awesome. And Norton threatening Trixie at the end is my all-time favorite. If my <laughs> wife Trixie's watching this at home, and she tells me I told you so, I'm gonna punch her right in the mouth. Now back, now back to Charlie Chan. There was a lot of that back then, huh? Now oh yeah. Says you're gonna punch Miami Junior. Junior, when I get home, I'm gonna punch your mother right in the stomach. <laughs> Same actor. 
Yes, Jackie nice, Gleason. <laughs> All right, back around. We're back to our honor. Number one, Stevie. Let me recap what you got so far. Number five, Chef of the Future. Oh, yeah. Number four, Swanee River. Oh, yeah. Number three, arguing about the bill. Number two, <laughs> 111. Bad, 111. Bad back bowling. <laughs> and your number one all time honeymooners episode is. All right. Um, I, I had to pick another one because you guys already picked uh, the, the bookends one. <laughs> Obvious funny name. Um, so I'm going to change my number one to because I love all of them, honestly. And so um, where Ed has a problem sleepwalking. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to figure out why he's sleepwalking. And he's like, what am I going? Lulu. What was it? was his dog. I think it was his dog from when he was a kid, right? It was it was his dog. From uh, the, I think he was put under hip, hypnosis, and he found out the reason why he's yes. sleepwalking because he's looking for his dog that he lost when he was a kid. Yes. Some shit well, like my, that. My favorite scene in the in that was it wasn't necessarily the one line, but when he comes down into into um, so they're not supposed to wake him up because it's dangerous <laughs> to wake up a sleepwalker. So he comes down into uh into a Ralph's apartment, and Al and he what it, Alice is like, don't wake him up or something right. like that. It could be very dangerous. Don't wake up a sleepwalker. <laughs> So he's, they don't know what he wants. She's like, well, what does he want? What does he want? He's walking around the apartment. He stops in front of the refrigerator. He opens it up and he makes himself a sandwich. <laughs> he stops eating it while he's sleeping. And he's sitting, he sits at the table with the sandwich in his mouth and one arm out like this. Like he's sleeping. Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so great. Is that why we call, what's his name, Lulu? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where we got it from. Yeah, uh, Lewis, yeah, it had to be incredible. Great pick, great right? Pick, Stevie. No, Joe, I don't think I, I mean, his name is Lewis, so I don't know. We call him Lewis. Where else would you get Lewis from? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I bait my whole my whole persona, my personality is based basically based around the honeymooners and wrestling. So I only know that's that's only those are my influences growing up. 80s wrestlers and Ralph and Ed. <laughs> so that's all I, that's my, that's my personality as an adult. Dog Can't really saw him when he made you, Joe. <laughs> and maybe a lot, of, a lot of thought went into it when he made you. Sprinkle a little Rocky and a little Darth Vader in there as well. <laughs> we'll get, send him out. Send him out. We're good. There you go. He's, oh, he's, oh, this one's ready. Oh, it's ready. Get, get him out of the oven. It's no, good. Me. All right, Doc. Let me recap what you got so far. Number five, RV. That's such a good one. Number four, golf. Number three, um, the polo ponies. Number two, the train, of course. You know, Until you come back. I don't care if you burn. Number one, what do you got? Episode called Head of the House. Oh, yeah. And uh, when they get drunk drinking grape juice, Oh, that's it's, on my, it's on my honorable mention. Strong but good. The <laughs> it's embarrassed. Like it's oh, such shit. an they make you feel so uncomfortable because it makes it such fools of themselves. And you're sitting there and he's going with stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like 30 seconds into drinking too. They're hammered. They're hammered. And and here's what here's like Ralph Cramden weighs like four hundred pounds. <laughs> but he goes, they they find this bottle of wine, and I think this is a uh, head of the household. I think he's ordering Alice around, and he tells yeah. Alice, you know "What we're gonna drink this wine?" 
man is a king no. of the castle or something like yeah, that. What was king it? of the castle. We're, we're going to drink this wine tonight. I'm inviting yeah. Norton down here. And you, nothing you, you can do to stop us. So she dumps out the wine, fills it with grape juice, and these two idiots sit there and they start acting like they're getting hammered. And I mean, like I said, I can't explain it. When you feel uncomfortable for someone else. Yeah. Some men are gonna do some drinking. <laughs> Sit down there, pal. The first toast to my wife, who finally has found a place. <laughs> good because they make it such a fool and like sometimes i see that when i see like a comedian <laughs> tanking on tv I, and i have yeah. to turn the channel because i i, yeah. I get very uncomfortable because uh i know what it's like to tank on tv uh on on uh i watch on tv on stage <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what it's like to tank on youtube <laughs> <laughs> we're making a living of it but anyway um great episode so what a, what a it, scene you can't believe oh. what you watch it you, it's never been done before. I mean, not even touched and in a comedy skit. You know, both it's just, of them. It's just, the the way they turn into drunks that fast is the acting is so incredible. And, and they start so and the way they start talking to each other so endearing and, <laughs> and everything. Russell, I'm feeling beautiful. You know why I'm feeling beautiful? Well, I'll tell you why. I can't wait to see the face on Joe Fensablau tomorrow when I go to work. <laughs> Ever since the night we were playing poker, I know, and I had to leave early, and he says he's got to leave early because his wife won't let him stay out. You remember that? Just go out, go out, out. But I think, Steve, what I was going to say earlier, I believe that episode ends with Alice putting a blanket on. Because they pass um, out. It wasn't the TV. After the video, I think, ends with him in the hallway and he locks the door. Oh, uh, okay. You may be right. And I think the episode ends like that. All right. I believe so. Something similar. I did something. So the first, when Alice and Trixie don't know that they're going to not be able to tell that it's grape juice, of course. So when they take, they're waiting for them to take their first sip and Ralph takes a sip and, and Trixie and, and Alice are like, you know, waiting to see if he says, oh, this is not, this is not why. He goes, strong, but good. <laughs> and I actually did this to a friend of mine, a friend of mine who doesn't drink at all. He's overplaying cards one night. And I, I told him, listen, I know you don't drink. You don't drink whiskey. Can't drink any of that stuff. I have this super expensive scotch. It's in the fridge chilling. You're going to taste this. You're not going to believe how smooth it is. And this guy doesn't, can't drink. I took my son's 
um, Sesame Street apple um, apple juice, you know, freaking Capri Sun thing. Poured it into a little glass. Gave it to him. He goes, whoa. And like, <laughs> he's like, oh my God, it's so smooth. It was, burns a little, but I, I know what you're saying. It's so smooth. I was like, uh. Did you get, did you make fun of him? Did you embarrass him in front of everyone right then and there? Or did you let it go? Did you get drunk? The only reason I do it is to embarrass people. That's the only reason I live. What's the matter with you? I forgot who I was talking to. He had a heart of coal. Hey, Jay, what color is your shirt, buddy? I chopped him down right at the knee as soon as he did it. I said, what the hell? You ain't an idiot. And I took out the little Sesame Street Capri Sun. I said, this is what you're drinking, you moron. Oh, my God. We'll see All more. right, but that, that you should have held him down, put a funnel in his mouth. <laughs> this is a guy who's at a wedding with him. You ever you ever be at a wedding and they have like the dessert table out and they had little there was these little chocolates and mm -hmm. the chocolates were you know closed, but inside of them they were filled with black sambuca. Have you ever had that? I've had them with liqueur. Yep, liqueur. Yeah, That's so. I, I took a bite into one. I go, oh, my God, these are so good. Didn't tell him. I gave him one. He bit into it, almost threw up all over the wedding. <laughs> that bad, yeah. So the apple juice hit the spot. He might he better have been a really cool guy because I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. No, not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, did he watch these? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll be watching this. I'll, 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 I'll send him the time code when I tell the story. I won't tell Babbles. You guys don't tell Babbles I'm here, and I won't tell you if you're on <laughs> I do like how you had your background bl uh, blurred out originally, and now it's just back. You said you don't give a because shit. Because I figured you guys would mention Babbles every 15 seconds, and I'm at work. I'm saying God bless and good to the custodian. I'm like, but we don't know it's the custodian. He's not on camera. Oh, I should have said, hello, God. How are you? <laughs> Like in, in all, all in the family, Lord, oh, <laughs> when Jesus, when when he comes down into the basement when he's drunk, when Jesus comes down into the basement, he's praying to God to get him out of the basement, and the the guy, the repairman, comes down in the basement, oh, and the right. guy's black, and he and he goes, oh, the Jeffersons was right. <laughs> Jefferson's was right, Lord. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Where the hell are we? Ernie, you're number one. Let's recap. Number five, Chef of the Future. Number four, Swanee River. Number three, Blabber Mouth. Number two, poor Ralph diagnosed that he's dying. And your number one, favorite honeymoon. Okay. Got to get my golf club. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on. I like the visuals. You got to say, address the ball. Yeah. Hello, ball. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what the hell did you kind you just get that on? The that, was, one. that was smooth. Holy shit. You definitely How'd you have do that? Deirdre's over there with props, isn't she? How'd he do that? Magic. The golfer is number one best one. <laughs> Ernie. That should be your hair every week now. I was going to say what? every episode. <laughs> I commend thee. He didn't know enough about the honeymooners, so he bought props. Nice. The props to you, Ernie. Ernie, if that wasn't rainbow color, if that was just brown hair, that's really how your hair used to look. 
I should have got like the actual golf outfit as but in retrospect. Oh, God, that would have been epic. But yeah, that... you went wig, wig, golf outfit, wig, golf, wig. <laughs> All right, my number one. Let me recap. Number five, <laughs> golf. Number four, I love it. Captain video. Number three, blabbermouth. Number two, chef of the future. Number one, it's got to be the train. When they're handcuffed together, boom. Yeah. Me and my buddy Scally did boom. I literally got thrown off the. We were altar boys together. We watched the. We were religious honeymooners watchers. The boof episode when we used to say boof to each other, we would laugh so much that we couldn't couldn't stop. Now, when you're in church, obviously you're not allowed to laugh, and when you're not allowed to laugh, what do you do? You laugh more than ever. More. That never what? happened, Joey. Me and you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and my buddy Scally were on the altar serving mass with this priest, and we're doing that to each other. Boom. And we have. We were also making fun of this other. Girl that we knew, her name was Bartha. We were saying, oh, we were making each other laugh. We got Martha? her name was Martha Bartha. I did Bartha. It was her last name was Bartha. Martha Bartha. Sweet wanna... girl, but the, the name made us laugh because it's you know the rhyme. Where it is? Uh, so anyway, we I got literally got my my mother's there with all her friends. In, in the church, in the pews, showing off her baby boy, what a good Catholic he is. Look at my son up there in his altar boy uniform, you know, serving God. And we literally got thrown off the altar for making a fool, fools of ourselves. And the guy told us, don't ever come back. My mother was mortified. I never got beat so much in my life. <laughs> did, the, did, the, did the Blessed Mary statue start shedding blood tears out of its eyes? <laughs> she wasn't happy, put it that way. When, when, when you got thrown out, did she say, look what I messed with my boy? <laughs> <laughs> look what they did to my boy. <laughs> but the train episode, not only the boom, but if you remember, Norton has all the different gadgets. He has all the pranks. And he's got the funny mask. Ralph is fired up after like 20 minutes. He's fired up. Norton, get back up there. Norton gets back up there. And I know it's improv. He's got the mask. He goes, hey, hey Ralph, you look hoo hoo. <laughs> Ralph is so mad. He he says, "Ralph, calm down here. Have a marshmallow." It's one of the fake marshmallows he gives him. <laughs> Ralph throws it at him. What the hell? You don't play the pranks on me. And at the end, no one remembers. They're going to the convention with their wives on the train. They can't find their wives. At the end, the conductor comes over. He goes, "Sir, have you seen my wives? You know, blah blah blah. We haven't seen them." And it turns out they're going in the wrong direction. They're going to, they're on the complete wrong train. They're not even going into the right place. He's like, Albuquerque, you're going the opposite. You're going to Saskatchewan, Canada, whatever the hell he's going. I forget the two <laughs> towns, but they were going north and they should have been going south and they were on the wrong train the whole time. It was also a plot in that, in that about the who's bringing the wives. Right. They didn't want to no bring, one them. Was bringing right. the wives, but then right. he got sucked in to bring in the wife. Also, the uh, the finger cuffs, no? Or was it uh, the handcuffs? The, no, they handcuffed to each other. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> All right, so let's do one. How about we just do one honorable mention each? We're, we're running a little long here. Let's do one quick honorable mention. I have one that I can't believe no one said. Stevie, what do you got? Um. Oh, God. I, there's a couple episodes that stick out. Um. You know which one I like? I, 
I want to I'm going to mention this one. There's no there's no uh, one liners in it, but I love the one where they raise the rent and he refuses to pay it, yes. so they, they get locked out. Um, that one just they shut, the, they shut the heat off. Right, they shut the heat off. Yeah, he barricades the door. He tells Norton to use his imagination when they're eating celery. <laughs> think of a steak. Thing, a steak. It's and it, he has this scheme. It's everything's a scheme. He has this uh, scheme that he's gonna he's gonna ride it out, and at the end he, he just gives in, and he and he, you know, what I mean, because right. and he winds up paying it. Oh, right. I love that. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Doc, what do you got? Uh, Amma <clears throat> likes the mambo. I oh mean, my God, of course. But he starts dancing the mambo. I I, I don't even like. The I know mambo. the whole time. The the da- the dance station moves in next door. Starts teaching yeah. all the wives. Now they're not cooking food anymore. Things are getting late, so they get him, and they, and they're gonna approach him on it. Then they start dancing, and you know he's a physical actor. He's like oh, probably he's one of the first of his size back then. I'm sure there might have been one prior, but that I can think back that moved as big as him is as as quick. And when he starts doing the. <laughs> uh. And someone's like a, a fat Zorba, a Greek Zorba, going across the freaking room. And he's I got, say, he's got no like, waist, and he's trying to move. Watch <laughs> yeah, just, just watch that. And uh, I don't know what episode it was, but it's one of my favorite lines. I yeah, I think chair. it's, I think it's something called Mambo. I think I, I no, no, it. no. That's that's Mama likes Mambo, likes oh, the yeah. Mambo. Yeah, there's an episode I don't know what it is, but I know he he sticks his head out the window and goes. Whoa, it it's, certainly looks like rain tonight. Oh, he, it's he's the poster. That's Norton's cue. That's the one. That's the bed. That's the bed back episode, I think. That's, oh, okay. That's All his right. cue for Norton to pretend he's sleepwalking, that he's got to go upstairs. He goes, oh. I got I to go upstairs with Norton just to uh, take care of him. He's sleepwalking again so he can put you. the heating pad on his back. Yeah. Whoa, I mean, I, it certainly <laughs> looks like rain tonight. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, what do you got? Uh, I love I love the wig, Ernie. When um he has the t- the telephone, the new telephone hooked up into his house. Oh my god! So but yeah, uh, I mean, it's like a janitor for the episode, <laughs> and it keeps ringing. Wait, th- when he's the janitor, or when he finds the money and he gets his own telephone? No, when he becomes when he becomes a janitor, and everyone's calling him to fix stuff all the time, Not nonstop. It's ringing, and he's going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually two. I'll I'll do two quick ones. One, when he thinks Alice made makes this new dip, and oh, it turns that's out great. that it's the dog food. He oh, went right. He, Alice is hiding a puppy from him, a new yes. puppy. Yes. There's dog food in a refrigerator, and he thinks he's gonna strike gold. And Alice and he, made it. Of course, same thing. He's got a new scheme. He's gonna bring it to his boss. He's already got the name of it. It's called Cranmars. Delicious mystery appetizer because Cran oh. is for him, Cramden, and Mars is his boss or something. And he makes everyone taste it. Everyone flips out over it. One guy goes, "This, this reminds me of something. It's good, but I can't place it." He's, he's with his boss. Everyone's eating it, celebrating how good it is. And then the guy goes, "I know what this is. This is dog food." And <laughs> Everyone spits it out, <laughs> which is horse meat. Which is horse meat back then. Oh, is that really, that's what dog food was. I don't even remember. I that. believe it was. Yeah. The one other one, quick, just real quick. When Ralph dresses from the man from out of space, he takes yeah. all the the costume stuff from from around the house. He puts the refrigerator 
door on his yes, chest. Yes, yeah. Oh, for the costume pot, party. Pot on yes. His head. Oh, and Norton, the... Norton winds up winning because he comes in his, his sewer outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. What Absolutely a great. great. Just yeah. a great, great show. I mean, this, the only um, two from this time frame that to me really stand the test of time, never feel old, this and Lucy. Lucy doesn't feel old to me either. Lucy's Same type job. of deal. The way it was filmed, the way the production was on it, <clears throat> Lucy feels fresh every time I watch it as well. <clears throat> the acting, too. The I got some fun facts for you. Give me a couple. I thought it was pretty cool. Real quick. Facts. New well, segment, the, the fun facts. the honey mouses, the mousers. Oh, yes. The but Looney Tunes short. Looney to- was it Looney Tunes? Yeah, Looney Tunes. Steve, you the remember that? There were two two mice that were basically Ralph and Ed? Yeah, but there was one that was all four of them. There was a few yeah, episodes. And, and Yeah, you're right. Yes. Also, I, I looked up. Do you guys know why it was filmed in Brooklyn? No. The premise, like why Brooklyn? No. I looked up the address on Honeymooners. Ad. Why? Actually, there is a 328 Dauncey Street, and that's their address in the Honeymooners. Yep. And that's located in, in uh, Bedford-Stuyvesant. And that's where Ralph did live with his kids, with his mother and father, after they moved from 364 Dauncey Street, where he was born. I did so not he moved know from that. He moved from his birthplace, 364 Chauncey Street, to 328 Chauncey Street on the third floor of that apartment building. And that's all it is, is a third floor, a third story. You can look it up. And wow. It's, uh, it's in uh, Bedford-Stuyvesant. So he was giving uh, kudos to that the place he uh, was born and raised. Wow. Incredible. And he's I never knew that. His his you look up right. the address, his dad just shows the honeymooners. and they give you a picture of the house and what it looks right. like now. Yeah, it's a war zone, but nice. And and didn't his dad like walk out like he just disappeared like just walked out on him like I, didn't go I, don't, that I don't know his backstory I I have a little bit of backstory on the honeymooners so honeymooners started so it it was actually originally on um Cavalier of Stars it was on yeah. it was on Jack the Jackie Gleason show just as skits right. and they would have skits I think Trixie was a different actress possibly back then yeah um, that's correct. And they would they would just skits on these other shows. So when you see the lost honeymooner episodes that are advertised, these are actually the episodes from these other shows. Yeah, he he hosted that show, Joe. Yeah, it was a variety show. Yep, and he actually hosted it. And people, it became so popular. This little skit, the honeymooners, became so popular. And you're right, Trixie wasn't the actress that people started tuning in just for this five minute skit in this show. He left that show and started the Jackie Gleason show and he took the honeymooners with him. Then they moved uh, it on to, to uh, bigger bad things. But yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know what also show started off something like that? I'm sure there's other shows. The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah and Tracy, and, and, the Tracy uh, Ullman I mean, show. Yeah, Tracy Ullman show. Me and Joey were talking, I, I think, with the Victor cartoon uh, back when that we had run into someone that was looking to do something with some show and put the victors in as a short. As a short inside their own inside show. Inside the senses. Inside another, inside another show. Yeah. 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 But. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was pretty cool. Really even, cool. And even after, it's so funny, the Honeymooners were only on for, you know, two seasons, 39 real episodes. And then afterwards, it continued again on more Jackie Gleason shows. They even did a color Honeymooners for a while, which actually, if you go yes. watch it, it's not bad. 
It's not yeah. the original, but it, every once in a while, it still has you know the, the scenes that you we all love. These classic moments that are are still golden. If anyone ever gets right. a chance, go watch some of the color honeymooners. Oh, I will check. They're actually, that. pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah. Are, are they the same episodes, just done in color, or no, 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 different, rest. different episodes? It, it's not a full. Sh they're not like full episodes. They're only like shorts and stuff, but they're they're great. They're wow. still okay. they're still pretty funny. Then again, not as clever as the ones we know and love. I think from when we were kids, but yeah. it still has the same characters, the same humor. The plots are just probably not as well written. Right, I got gotcha. you. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because they moved to the Flintstones. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, boys. This was a great one. Again, everyone, nice. please send your mail to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Top five send with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Yes, you could send money for Tommy's medical bills um, for his white tongue and black butt. <laughs> he needs all the help he can get. Oh, yeah. By the way, when my shit comes out, you know what it says? It says, Heidi Ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, we got our merch on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, type in Joey Casada, type in top five with Joey Casada. Guys, Great episode, great New Year's celebration. Watch the Honeymooners Marathon coming yes. up for New Year's. This episode will actually air New Year's Eve, so it'll be during the marathon. Go watch it right there. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for being with Top 5. This is our, I think this is our third New Year now. We're approaching 100 episodes. Incredible. Uh, popular all over the world, especially our down under in Australia. Uh, We'll figure out some new uh, doc. How's the Scandinavian population going? Nothing. No, they're still they're still around. It just, it's pretty cold. Come on, guys! Come on! It's it, the internet's all messed up in the winter season over there. It's very cold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. We'll see you next time.